1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Listeners, listen, you are live with Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. Listen, it's my purpose today, to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's den will bring you the energy of encouragement transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life from the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord Jesus Christ. So what I want you to do right now is roar for your victory, roar for your power, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your strength. Welcome to today's broadcast. Listen, today what we're going to talk about is habits, healing, and your health, the pathway to a healthy living. Listen, some of my, my guests have let me know already. You're going to lose five pounds just listening to the show tonight, okay? So if if that happens, I want you to let me know. We're going to have the show every day if that's possible. But listen, have you made determinations for a healthy and prosperous new year? Have you considered your eating habits and ways you can glorify God by getting your body in shape with this, which is his temple? If exercise and healthy eating has been a challenge for you, my guest panelists, and normally I say my guest panelists and I, but I ain't going to say I and I tonight. I'm just going to say my guest panelists. I'm just going on for the ride tonight so I can get what they have to give us. So, so they're going to help us get it together on the pathway to a healthy living through habits, healing, and your health. Now, listen, my first guest is a native of Macon, Georgia, and currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia, a military veteran who served in the U.S. Air Force honorably for 24 years. And throughout his military career, he's promoted fitness and healthy living by being a certified fitness specialist as an additional duty in the Air Force. His passion and expertise in fitness earned him the position as organizational fitness program manager where he managed the installation fitness training programs and developed healthy lifestyle programs for over one thousand personnel. He was named Fitness Program Manager of the Year in 2010 and 2012. He devotes his time to mentoring youth and promoting fitness at Masada Day and Preparatory School and also volunteers to mentor homeless kids with Draw Change, a nonprofit organization that provides the tools necessary so that each child has the ability to fully express themselves through art. He will, he will receive his personal training certif- certification this summer 2017, an Iron Man in his own right, Mr. David Henry. David, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Listen, my next guest is a single, successful mother of two daughters and a caregiver for six years. Uh, She is a mentor and works to empower the youth at her church, the Body of Christ in Grey, Georgia. She is a member of the Hope Club at Jones County High School. Go Greyhounds! (laughs) She is in the process of returning back to school to get a degree in early childhood development. She is active in support groups on Facebook, Benefit, and Attack the Fat, and administrates for fitness accountability. She's the CEO and founder and health coach for the 3-in-1 Renew Your Mind, Body, and Soul bootcamp. my cousin, the incredible Valerie Banks. Valerie, so glad you're on tonight. Thank you for
3: having me. Thank you for having me. You
2: know it. Now this last one the last my last uh guest but not least she's a registered nurse with a master's in healthcare administration from University of Saint Francis she began her career in 83 nursing at the VA she is a board certified medical surgery nurse and has worked in many various areas of nursing cardiology GI telemetry geriatrics uh women's wellness of radiology and mental health. She retired from the Veterans Administration Hospital in 2014. She's a lifetime member of Weight Watchers and a member of Girl Trek Walking Group, who are the Black women walking all over the country. The ever energized, loving life woman, and my auntie Dorothy Solomon. Aunt Dorothy, so glad to have you on the show tonight. Thank you for inviting Listen, me. Oh, you're so good. Listen, I got, I got now David, David and I. We went to school together. We were classmates. Uh, Valerie is my cousin on my mother's side, and Dorothy is my aunt on my daddy's side. So we got a class reunion and a family reunion all on one show. So somebody go call Medea. Let's let's get this thing. Listen, let's hear it tonight for my guests. I'm so glad that you all are here. Come on, yeah. All right, just want to let you know tonight that you are in the lion's den and we are going to have a great show. I wanna I wanna kick this off by asking you all a question. What I, I want to know is uh have you always been a health conscious person or was there an epiphany that just hit you one day? You heard the lightning crash, you saw the thunder roll and God said, You need to get in shape. Now now if you always been a health conscious person, how did you maintain a maintain this in a country of ninety nine cent value meals or Whatever. Let's start with you, uh, David. What, you, if you can jump on that question.
4: No, as for me, um, I've always been um, actually um, into sports. So in school, I participated mm-hmm. in different sports, particularly um, track and field. So in order, you mm-hmm. know, to progress in you know track and field, I stay in shape and um, you know keep myself in shape. And then once I graduated from high school and joined the military, um, okay. you know they pretty much reinforced it because I had to um, mm-hmm. stay in shape if I wanted to stay in, because um, I can't go fight wars or anything without being in shape, and right about that. one of the main things that um, kind of caught my attention, because I uh, I never really had the weight problem, because um, mm-hmm. I've always been kind of slim, but however, um, okay. I lost my mother to um, diabetes uh, in 2009, mm. that was kind of a, uh, wake-up call for me to look at the mm-hmm. nutritional side, which, you know, got okay. me to stray away from the, you know, the cheeseburgers and Big Macs and so forth and so mm-hmm. on because I realized mm-hmm. that, um, you know, diabetes is a hereditary thing. And even though I'm, you know, slim, I can still, you know, get diabetes. So that was kind of a um, pretty much mm-hmm. a wake-up call for me, and that's why um, I do what I do now as far as try to, um, you know, promote fitness and mm-hmm. um, nutrition and health to, um You know, different people in the community, especially my family, because I have um, other family members that are, you know, kind of on the heavy side. So I uh, right,
2: right, I guess you you know,
4: kind of promote you know fitness to them. Yeah,
2: you want them to stay informed too. Well, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Dorothy? Um, Have you always been health conscious?
5: Uh, yes, I have. But uh, when I was in high school, I had uh, looked slightly overweight, and back in 1972. After I finished high school, I started Weight Watchers back when they first came out with Weight Watchers. I reached my goal. I lost 34 mm-hmm. pounds. And over a period of time, I gained the weight back with life changes, experiences, mm-hmm. up and down, jobs, spouse, mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. You kind of let the weight uh, come back on. So mm-hmm. at one point in my life, what happened with me, when well, I knew that I need to have a healthy lifestyle, I had went to the doctor, and the doctor told me mm-hmm. some numbers was not what they're supposed to be.
1: Okay. And also um,
5: being active, I can feel different in my body when I start to do some activity like running, Mm -hmm. um, jogging and stuff like that and walking and trying to be more active, especially working in a hospital. I can feel myself giving out of breath, getting short of breath. So back in the 80s when I made a real conscious decision to make sure that I eat right, diet, Eat the right foods Started reading more Started studying about different mm-hmm. foods How they interact in your body And all the numbers yes. came back down Everything was good And oh, I came wow, to the conclusion That it was my diet And okay. another shock was A couple of years ago I was with some family members Going to a small town in Hawkinsville And I was mm-hmm. eating all the bad foods And I went to the doctor My Hawkinsville, Georgia
2: Hawkinsville, Georgia, right? Okay.
5: Hawkinsville, Georgia in okay. uh, homemade cakes Fried chicken
2: Ooh.
5: Whatever mm. whatever they put across And I went to the doctor right. She said my cholesterol was up And so okay. I knew what it was So I went back on the Weight Washers program And then my mm-hmm. cholesterol went down And wow. I had one incident Where I was eating All these frozen dinners Because I was working and working and working At the house hospital mm-hmm. didn't have time to eat And they had okay. a health care at the job they said my blood pressure was up, okay? Mm-hmm. I knew sodium in the body makes your blood pressure go, but I know black, African-American men, women mm-hmm. have a very high incident of having high blood pressure. Because That's I found so out true. my mother died when I was 13 because her blood pressure was up. So that was an eye-opening right. for me. And once I got those numbers, I've been on track mm-hmm. ever since. Wow. In health conscious and watching what I eat, writing mm-hmm. down, journaling being involved in mm. activity at uh, the gym and being involved with mm-hmm. weight or being around people that's motivated to keep themselves in shape or okay. being conscious about what they're eating. Wow. Uh, that's that's Auntie, why I'm I, at, I, I, where I'm
2: at today. Well, that's, I heard you mention the 70s, then you mm-hmm. mentioned the 80s. You you in your early 40s, right?
5: No. Uh, this year, praise God, I'll be 65 years old.
2: Oh, wonderful, Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, Miss Banks, you you tackled the question last. Have you always been health conscious?
3: Um, very much so. Ever since, um, I guess the seventh grade on up until you know my college years, and once I started having my babies, um, it kind of diminished. You know, I didn't think much about, um, you know, being healthy up until I'm here Mm -hmm. lately. Within the last four years, I realized that my health was kind of uh, diminishing. So I decided that, you know, I need to start trying to lose weight, but I just didn't have okay. the 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 knowledge of
2: motivation. Okay, knowledge.
3: Yes, I didn't have the knowledge okay. of how to do it. I was thinking that, you know, as long as I exercise and I just, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I'll get healthy or become healthy, but it wasn't until – July of this year, I learned how to, you know, actually um, uh, eat healthy, and I've mm-hmm. seen a difference in, you know, like my weight and also in my health.
1: Okay,
2: hey, that's that's pretty good. I'm seeing a difference in my weight too, and it has to do with my eating. But y'all y- y'all helping me tonight. I- uh, listen, I'm going to go to my next question. We we talked about, uh, we still talk about health consciousness. Is, is it about losing weight? Is it about getting in the clothes, eating right, exercising, keeping unrealistic resolution expectation, or is it just about looking good or feeling good? Or maybe you can, y'all can just shine some light on what health consciousness really is about, especially in the light of what you're doing for your own self and how others can be assisted by that. Let's start with you, Val, since we left
3: off. Go ahead. It's about all the above, if not most, you know, most, that's how most people see it, you know, is uh, they want to look good, feel good, you know, they want to mm-hmm. exercise, they want to eat right, and definitely get into the clothing. And um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: But for me, long living was, you know, like the um, my main focus. So first thing first is to start eating healthy. So that's how I looked at, it. you know, but everything else just fall off under there once I started eating healthy. I, I didn't care. I mean, mm-hmm. I cared about everything else, but that wasn't my main focus.
2: Okay. Now, now, David, does the eat, eating healthy and the exercise do it go hand in hand, or what? what just tell us what is health consciousness uh, really about for you?
4: Yeah, I actually think all of them go hand in hand because I always feel, and I always say, if you if you um, look good, you feel good, and you do good. So it all um, kind of feed off um one another uh, like I said you know, with the health consciousness, uh everything like I said uh go hand in hand because a lot of people uh like now the the thing is people always they talk about having their beach body for the summer, so a lot of people okay, start yeah. working out doing the you know the fall i mean the fall time winter uh spring mm-hmm. all the way up to the summer time, so I would have to say they all all go hand in hand together. But you know, like she um, like Valerie has said, you know, uh one of her main things was like with me, I would be too concerned with as far as the losing the weight because like I said, with me being um slim fit,
1: mm-hmm. but
4: I definitely, you know, like to stay in shape so I can you know, fit you know, look good in my clothes and um
1: right. of course,
4: you know, only way to compensate is by eating you know, eating right. And um,
2: okay.
4: with me like running, well, hey. you know, I always feel good after good run in the morning.
2: That's right. Well, we're already off to a good start. Listen, we're going to take a, a station out. We're going to take a break for a commercial. When we come back, we're going to finish with our parents and let you know about health consciousness. It's more than just about exercising, but they tell us everything that goes into it, losing weight and everything else. So just hang on and uh, put that hamburger away. All right? We'll be right back.
0: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right. $150 per commercial. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201 477 0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement fs.org.
2: We are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We are powered by We Inspire Network. Radio WIN Win. I'm partnering with some good people that want you to win. I want to thank everyone who's tuning in tonight. You're the reason why we are here. Listen, I just want to let you know that I want to give you a free copy of my book, The Power Keys Life of Wisdom Series, Volume 1, that gives you wisdom for living. Just go to my page on Facebook, Apostle John L. Solomon, and like it, and just give me a valid email address, and I will send you the e book. So, listen. In the line here today, I have my guests, uh, Mr. David Henry, Miss Valerie Banks, and Mrs. Dor- Miss Dorothy Solomon. And we're talking about we're talking about uh uh habits, healing, and your health, the pathway to a healthy living. Now when we left off, we were talking about health consciousness, about is it about just losing weight, getting into clothes, eating right, exercising, keeping unrealistic expectations. Or is it just about looking good and feeling good, getting that beach body like David mentioned? Uh, Dorothy, what you, what you, what, how you, would you answer that question?
5: Uh, <clears throat> my answer to that question is that health, conscience, eating habit, and exercise—all those three factors—goes in together. Because okay. where the center where I go, uh, people go come in and exercise, but they go and eat a mm-hmm. hamburger.
2: Oh, and that goodness. like
5: I say, that, that all go hand in hand. You can exercise. Yeah, you that sounds like my
2: wife, uh, women. Don't tell her I said that. But
5: Wait. if you, but you don't put all those factors together, you're not doing your, mm-hmm. you're not doing any good. You back to square one. And some people right. Uh, eat right, but they don't exercise. And I experienced mm-hmm. that when I went back to Weight Watchers. You know, I had got out of sync with Weight Watchers. I was eating right, but I wasn't putting no exercise in it. And when I go get on the scale, I said, mm, I'm staying the same. And so I find out mm-hmm. that you need to put some activity in it in order for you to lose weight. If you weight. Like I say, so many people eat conscious. You see people at the farmer's market. You see people at Whole
1: food. Mm-hmm.
5: But you look into yourself and you see their side. You say, are they exercising? Are they just eating Whole mm-hmm. food or healthy food? But they're not putting all those factors in. And that's my take okay. on that part, that you got to put everything in the whole picture in order for well, you to get a good outcome.
2: Well, you know what? I bought me an organic eggplant the other day. I thought I was doing good with that. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's, let's go on. Listen, I want to give you all some, some statistics, and then I'm to ask you a question. Uh, some re- I did my research for you all. So it said, according to the Nielsen survey, 37% of people want to stay fit and healthy in the new year, while 32% of people want to lose weight. But sadly, most people don't achieve those goals. And statistically speaking, studies find only about 8% of the people keep the new year's resolution. So here we are in the second week of January. And most people have already reverted, re, uh, reverted back to the old ways. Just with just in the second week and they're going back. So my question is, is working out and living healthy? Is it a mental thing, having good habits or can I just go on a diet Coke, uh, you know, a diet every now and then and call it a day. Uh, I'm going to start with you, David.
4: I, I definitely think it's a mental thing because you have to have mm-hmm. your mind right in order to accomplish these things. And I think the reason why a lot of people go and revert back to doing what they were doing because they want quick results and okay. they think they can go in there and I guess and uh, you know whether it be walk on the treadmill or do jumping jacks or whatever, and they think they're gonna see uh, you know automatic results and it doesn't mm-hmm. really work that way. And mm-hmm. Doing it the other way, like you mentioned on here, just going on a diet every now and then and calling a day. I guess that's for those that um, uh, I guess do those quick diets or whatever. To, to me, that's not healthy yeah. because you know you're 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 shocking the body. You're having the body, you know, do things um, not a normal way. And, okay. Um, so I, I definitely think it's a, it's a mental thing. Same thing with running. You know, once you go out there mm-hmm. and run a marathon, and the next day. I probably can't even run a mile if my mind is not, you know, there, not mentally. Not so to mentally prepare myself, so before the race, during the race, and even mm-hmm. after the race.
2: Okay. That's pretty good. I right, Dorothy.
5: Uh, what I think about um uh, losing weight is a mind thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. what people do is some people say you got different type of eaters. You got an emotional eater. You got a person that eat for depression. Then you got people that around them that can uh, sabotage their eating. You, you don't mean you say that
2: again? People say people around you can sabotage your eating.
5: Uh, if you have toxic people around you, can sabotage okay. what you're doing. And if you don't have that mm-hmm. mindset that I got mm-hmm. to do this for myself. And if those people around you influence you, or even sometimes something happens to you emotional, you can fall off the wagon. And like I said, depression, and those people that enable you by saying, okay, girl, you don't need to lose, don't wait. But you got to be a self-motivated person yourself. I've been told by quite a few members that I'm a uh, go-getter. Once I make Mm -hmm. my mind up to do something, I'm going to go and do it regardless of what Mary Sue over there is eating. She could be eating hamburgers. I'm gonna eat carrots because this is what I have made my mind up to do. And like I said, some people can be influenced by other people, their environment. So that's mm. why a lot of times people that's fall off the wagon. You because know that's so
2: powerful because we when
5: have a I,
2: lot I, of I, eat when when function I, going on. I see, That's so powerful. When I come to work with my juice, I don't juice my carrots and my celery, and they got all these donuts laying out. I mean, that that's just trying to sabotage. it. Yeah. But seriously, exactly. it is a mindset. Uh, uh, Valerie, you want to tackle this question? Yes,
3: I'm gonna um I I'll, I piggyback on with both on um, David and Miss um, Solomon said. It is a mind thing, and uh, my thing is that you have to have a well made up mind. That is like when you want to yeah. live for the Lord and um, do mm-hmm. um um you know what you're supposed to do, you got to have a well made made mm-hmm. up mind to be to do it. If your mind is not made up, you're gonna revert back mm-hmm. into your old uh, old habits, and you're gonna become. Um, you just gonna go back to that um the same um your same way. and um I okay. tell you know when I talk to the girls in uh in my boot camp I just tell them that you gotta you gotta rely on the Lord you gotta um uh, say is this what I wanna do is this what something I, I ask them this question I ask them is this something that you really really wanna do because I can't do it okay. for you so um
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh because once you start you know if your mind is being renewed you know to Eat a, a certain way, but, uh, and I'm training you to, uh, I'm renewing your mind, I'm helping you, to, uh, I'm training your mind, but if your mind is not well made up, you're going to um, go back and do uh, what you've been doing. So it's definitely
2: mm-hmm. mental. So having a positive mindset and a positive attitude factors in also, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, this leads me to my next question. Now, this is, you know, it's, uh that's when you know people start getting a little touchy. Listen, there's a uh, certain certain fitness gym. I won't say the name that talks about being judgment-free zone. Now, see if they were one of my sponsors, cause I'm looking for some sponsors. So if anybody working at the place that talk about judgment, see uh, judgment-free zone, let them know I can be one of their sponsors. But uh, uh, but a lot of overweight and unhealthy people they feel guilt and judgment from people who are in excellent shape. Um. Should they feel this guilt as motivation, or should there be no judgment? I'm going to start with you, Valerie.
3: Well, I don't say that there shouldn't be any judgment at all, but Mm -hmm. I am going to say when people start out on this journey, there's judgment within themselves. And the reason why I say that is because when you start off, you know, you want to lose weight or whatever, you're feeling a certain way about yourself, you're going to look at, you know, when you're going into the gyms or when you're into a, a group and you're watching uh, other people, you start... Mm-hmm. Ju-
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Or going into uh, a motivational health group, okay. uh, looking at other people because you're going to um, basically do it yourself. But if there mm-hmm. are, I don't, you know... I don't know if people would judge uh, others because we all in the gym doing this um, for the same reason, you know. So you're saying,
2: so you saying it shouldn't be any judgment. They they shouldn't that, use that that guilt as motivation, you know.
3: Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Um, that it, that shouldn't be any j- judgment at all. But like I said, okay. I think it's the, uh, a lot of that judgment that thing that's going on around them is within. Oh, it's that, coming yeah, from within. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But okay, okay, good. If
3: somebody are, but if there are judgment, they should use it as um, motivation.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, Dorothy, how, how do how do you feel? You you know should, should that should, should they should they feel guilty or should they just not be in a judgment? Just you know just go along, you'll be okay. You know what?
5: I mean, they shouldn't feel guilty about their weight, and people shouldn't judge them because. In this society, you have people on TV, you have people doing different things around you. If they don't say it, but they can act it and make you feel guilty about how you look. Mm-hmm. And then the person that has a weight problem, they can have a self-esteem problem. Okay. If they had that low self-esteem, whether anybody say anything about them, they're going to feel that way. And then when they had a low self-esteem, they're going to go back and eat because they feel guilty. And it could be a guilt mm-hmm. feeling inside of them or something happened to them internally because most times when I look at them shows where people have an like eating problem and feel guilty, it's something happened to mm-hmm. them as a child, and that gives them that guilt feeling. And they think everybody around them is feeling the same way they are feeling. And sometimes it just can be the person in a spirit that's making them feel that way about themselves.
2: Amen. Mm. Mm mm-hmm. mm. Okay, that's good. Uh, Cause I saw another professor, and he was he was feeling pretty bad within himself already. <laughs> now now, also I look at the Biggest Loser. Some of them personal trainers can be really hard. Is this is this? Um, uh, I guess this is a different question, David. But I I really want to stay with the same one about if you can look at both of them. Should these personal trainers? Do we need them to be that hard? And back to the original question: Should people feel guilty, uh, or should they? should there be no judgment. Well, how would you how would you say?
4: Well first I don't um like I agree uh, like Valor like I said, it should be in the judgment because like I said, once they get to the gym, they're all there for the same purpose, you know, to to uh That's right. You know, the best, you know, put themselves, you know, their bodies in better shapes and for health reasons or whatever the case may be. If anything it should be for encouragement. You know, the people that, if there are people that are judging them, instead of judging, they should be encouraging them because it takes a lot, especially for someone to overweight to go to the gym because it can actually put them in isolation. You know, it could be overwhelming, you know, with all the mm-hmm. different equipment, seeing all the people in there with the muscles and the six packs mm-hmm. and so forth, so on. Because, like I said, you're not going to lose that weight overnight. So it could be discouraging mm-hmm. to that person that you know, coming to the gym for the first time that's overweight, you know, they probably think their journey is going to be very long. And um, that's where that mental thing comes in. But uh, however they should, they shouldn't feel any guilt because by them, you know, going to the gym, that's the first step to get into where they want to be. So they should use it as motivation. And then as far as like the personal trainer, I kind of look at it like being, you know, like tough love. Uh, Okay. Okay. Sometimes you have to, you know, like I said, that person's not there mentally, you know, that's kind of build them up, to t- you know, toughen them up to, um, mm-hmm. to achieve their goal, you know, um, quicker. So, I mean,
1: okay.
4: and then, you know, in the yeah. military, you know. Uh, you yeah, know that's how, right. You know, that's who's right. are in the military, you know, they, yeah. they talk They, to they, us, didn't, they
2: you didn't play with kids. Program, they they let you know.
4: They, 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 that's exactly. right. Exactly. So, so I feel that, that um that that'll work in their advantage because you know, toughen them up or whatever the case may be.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well listen, before we get ready to go to a break, I, I don't so tonight we want you to be we want you to be healthy and we want you to be your body to be healed, we want you to have some good habits, but don't feel condemned, don't feel any judgment and as as they told us, it's not a quick fix, it's a mindset. So just hang on and we'll be right back. <laughs>
3: And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where Where together, together, through through God, we we win.
2: And we are back. Strength from the Lion's Den is brought to you by Win. Net Win Network Radio. We inspire network. We want you to win. I'm Apostle John Solomon, and this is Strength from the Lion's Den. I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight. You're the reason why we're here tonight. My guest is Mr. David Henry, Miss Valerie Banks, and Mrs. Miss I mean Miss Dorothy Solomon. So uh, listen, we're, we're, we're excited. You guys are really bringing us some good information. I, I like how we touch. I want to, maybe a little bit later on before we leave. I want you to touch on about uh, when you talked about diabetes and high blood pressure, that that that's good motivation for us to exercise. And also, you said, David, there's no quick fixes. That this not gonna uh, that diet or this like that. Sometimes we need to avoid those type of things, uh, those quick fixes. Could you reiterate that a little bit? For us? should we avoid them? Oh. Or, I understand people want to get into the 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 dress or the suit or whatever, but. You know, say that again about your body, putting your body in shock.
0: Yeah,
4: I, I feel that um, uh, that you know they shouldn't resort to those things because for one thing it becomes very expensive. For one thing, <laughs> uh, and and then it has uh, it's not counterproductive because, like I said, uh, if you do it the, the natural way, it's, it's almost like. Uh, you know, you're working hard for your money. You know, you, you work hard every day, and then you buy a nice car. You tend to take care of that car because you work hard for it. You know, you mm-hmm. earn that money to buy it. So, same thing with, like, losing weight and getting that, that, that body that you that you green know, body that you want. You know, if you work hard for okay. it, you know, you tend to appreciate it more. With the quick fix thing, like I said uh, on here when it says, you know, you do those things and then uh, every now and then and then resort back to the same thing, like I said, it will be productive because you didn't put any effort into it, and then, like I said, it can become, you know, very expensive. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, That's how I feel Uh, on that. That's
4: for, like, you know, shocking the body and stuff like that. So your body may not be used to that. You know, here it is, you're weighing 300 pounds one day, then all of a sudden you're losing 100 pounds uh, within, you know, two, three days or a week. To me, that's not healthy. All
2: right. Very good. Thank you. Uh, Dorothy, how do you see that, the quick-fix diets, the the uh, up and down yo-yo weight loss.
5: And, uh, like neutral system?
2: Yeah, th- things I mean, like that. You know. Name. No, no, that's fine. You, no. to, you know, I'll be giving i be getting them a call afterwards. But go ahead.
5: <laughs> oh, that just came to my mind because most times when uh-huh. they do those quick fix diet, they really hadn't changed their mindset about food. Did they change their approach about food? Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If people okay.
5: Really sit down, like with, with Weight Watchers, with the diet, which I'm proud of, you sit down and journal on what you eat eating, how many calories that is. If you eat mm-hmm. the food, then you do the activity to balance out eating the food. And sometimes when okay. people don't really change their mindset and how they feel about food and portion control and just having something real quick, they don't understand mm-hmm. the slow progress. When you lose it slower, you have a tendency to keep it off. That's what I research search. When you lose it fast, mm-hmm. you gain it back fast. And the body don't okay. adjust when you, your weight is up and down, up and down, up and down. A mm-hmm. uh, hundred okay. pounds lighter next month, you're put back on a hundred pounds. And sometimes mm-hmm. those people that love those quick diets they end up binging, which is not good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a quick fix is not always the answer. guys. really have not changed their eating habits and their approach on food and their outlook. Different folks eat for food for reward and emotional fulfillment. Mm
1: -hmm. And
5: if you hadn't got to the underlying problem, why you eat and why your weight is going up and down, then a quick fix is really not going to be the answer. Mm,
1: That's good,
2: Auntie. Uh, uh, Valerie, you want to chime in on the the quick fix diets and things of that nature?
3: Well, I definitely agree with them about, you know, it's not uh, healthy and it's not um, really good, but um, I've Done. I have done that, you know. I guess mm-hmm. with, when you're trying to to get into uh, certain things, you know, like a dress or you
1: mm-hmm.
3: know, a in up from or whatever, you lose about ten pounds. Um, I have done that, and what I have learned from uh, doing, you know, like I have tried the military diet, which is I think that's mm-hmm. a pretty good diet, you know, for me. And I could tell once the weight that I lost, you know, just doing it naturally. Um, I tend to want to keep that off. But if I try to do a uh, military diet to lose about 10 pounds or 5 to 6 pounds in on um, that week, I know that I don't, I don't care about gaining it back once I get it off for whatever purpose I'm trying to serve. So, you know, it has its mm. um, good and it has its bad, but it's depending on, like mm. I said, it's some diets that I wouldn't dare on try. But um the rawary right. diet is one of them that I have tried because it uh um go uh, go hand in hand and with um I teach for as far as uh healthy living, so mm-hmm. things that being eaten is like nothing harmful uh, it's just kind of like a, a a mindset you gotta train your mind to eat uh a a, a a a little less and Take away your portions, and that's the only thing I don't like about it is take away your portions. So when you're trying to get back onto what you're used to with eating five times, uh, or, you know, small, uh, five small portions, it's kind of like it kind of kind of throw you off. But like I said, it has it good and it has it bad.
2: Wow, that's incredible. Thank you so Oh, uh, you know what? I feel lighter already. Matter of fact, I don't know what I'm eating with me. Hold on, hold on, hold. On. Oh, and hey,
1: what? No, I don't want no cheeseburger tonight. I'm having a salad. Yes, a salad.
2: Yeah. So you have to, see, people around me want to eat cheeseburgers. I have to tell them to eat salad tonight. So, okay. Y'all still with me? Mm hmm. <laughs> okay, listen. I, I did. Yes, a salad. <laughs> listen. Uh, 40% of the global top pharmaceutical market belongs to the United States, and it's produced about four hundred thirteen billion billion two two years ago that has grown lucratively. The global fitness and health club industry generates more than $80 U.S. dollars in revenue per year. More than 63 million Americans utilized the health club in 2014, with a projection of that increasing by 6.9% over the next three years, which would be today. So I have to wonder, with trees of dollars involved, why aren't Americans healthier? Are we being scammed? Because, Dave, you mentioned expensive, so... Are we being scammed to keep the pharmaceutical and fitness industries rolling in the dough? Or, or I hate to say it, but are we just a lazy nation and we should take more of a personal responsibility for our personal health? Uh, I'm, st- I'm going to start with you, Valerie, since we, we ended with you. I'm going to start with you if you want to uh, answer that question.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> I-, I believe it's a little bit of both, but I'm going to – um lean more to keep the pharmaceutical and the fitness industry to keep them rolling in dough and Mm -hmm. I say that because uh, a lot of our food is being injected with chemicals and then also the prices on the healthy food you know it's like Mm -hmm. you know once I start eating unhealthy and you know I look at the prices of the food and I'm like wow it's you know
2: Unbelievable.
3: Your produce produce is sky high. Yes, I noticed that too. Yes, and so my thing is that they're trying to keep the money uh, coming in and keep people in the gym, you know, going, you know, to the gym and stuff. So, in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know, I leaned over there to the being lazy because um, we have um, uh, (laughs) a lot of lazy people. But, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's more over there, what I'm looking at is you can't afford it. It's kind of it's not affordable. The food is not affordable, and then the um, mm-hmm. you know, gym prices kind of high. But you got, I won't call no name, but they have um like running um pretty good deals that has that judge free zone <laughs> thing in there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so they make it. A, no, affordable you you say the
2: <laughs> name. It's okay. It, it's okay because people may need to go there. You know. So
3: yeah. Um um, Planet mm-hmm. Fitness. I um I love mm-hmm. um going out. Fitness uh and um, is a um great place to be, and I thank God for it because it's made it affordable for me to be able to get into a gym. And also, a lot of my okay. members that are uh, in my um boot camp was able to do it as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, very good, Dorothy, uh, How do you see that? Um,
5: the way I see it is that I had went to a health fair, a couple maybe about, about last year. And um, and I did some research on this part here because last year Weight Watch implemented a program where we counted more fat and more sugar. So I went to this health fair and I found a website called the Sugar Shocker. And the okay. Sugar Shocker says sugar is in everything. It's in bread, ketchup, soda, cereal, cereal bar. And then when I started looking at how much sugar and compared it to Organic food, like the bread, you find organic bread have one gram of sugar. You find the mm-hmm. other bread that you buy in the regular section have twelve grams of sugar.
1: And when you mm-hmm. calculate
5: them on my point program, the less sugar you can have more of it. The more sugar you can you can't have it. And also, I found out like the food company and the pharmaceutical company they work hand in hand because the food company. Know that when you put sugar in food, you're going to have diabetes. And you put fat in food, you're going to have cholesterol and high blood pressure. And the food company knows when you go to the doctor, your cholesterol up, your blood pressure up, and you're a diabetic. So you're going to get that pharmaceutical company those drugs. And like when I worked mm. in nursing, the drug company used to come into the clinics and the hospital and give us samples to the doctors and we give them to the patients. If the patient likes that drug and the insurance company right for, it, they'll get that drug. It could be expensive, but your insurance company is paying for it. So for mm. me, all this is a vicious cycle. The food company, cycle. The pharmaceutical companies, all them work hand-in-hand and the doctor. And the food mm. company know that sugar and fat is not good for the body, but you start looking at all the products that you use that have sugar versus the organic food and see how I much mean, sugar it has in it. But it's gonna cost okay. the bread I bought. The bread I buy at Trader Joe's costs three ninety nine. If I go to Kroger's and get the regular bread with twelve grams of sugar, it's gonna cost me two ninety nine. Either massaged or okay. organic bread. So it's a whole it's, a, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle. And then the yeah, outcome is that they're gonna tell you the doctors off. You need to go the exercise. And it's just everybody's mm-hmm. making money off of your
1: mm-hmm.
5: inability not to cut sugar. Because also I found wow. sugar's is addictive in your mind. Definitely I hear people say, I got to have something sweet after I eat. Because sugar gets in the brain. It's just like a mm-hmm. drug. When you look at sugar, it looks like cocaine if you really want to look at it because it's white.
1: It don't mean in your brain <laughs>
5: that trigger okay. you. You want to have more sugar and more sugar. Go on and read and ask that question. Is sugar addictive? It's addictive. When you get that sugar, when people is stressed out They always say I got to have something sweet I want ice cream, I want cookies And once they get that that, that, They reward their brain And they relax But not their their bodies
2: It it rewards their brain but it hurts their bodies
5: It hurts their bodies They end up with diabetes And cholesterol because sugar turns into fat And all
4: those types of things
2: Well David if you could jump in here And tackle that question as well
0: yeah, I
4: pretty I agree with them both uh, on like I think they work hand in hand because like I was saying earlier, it becomes expensive because like a lot of stuff like at, particularly like your whole food stores where you buy a lot of your more healthier stuff it's uh, high because I, I, I went I went to buy some raw honey one time I think it cost like ten dollars for um, ten dollars yeah, yeah I saw it just the other day yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah for a jar of um, you know raw honey which is very you know very good mm-hmm. for you and what that normally does, if it's too expensive, then it runs you back to those stores where, you know, they sell the stuff with the high sugar content, high salt content, and then particularly in our black community, we call it like a food food desert, we you know, have a lot of uh, non-nutritional grocery stores available. So do wow. they have like David, David,
2: David, David, if you could, just, David, I, I appreciate what you're going. To, I want, I want to continue to go in that direction. We're gonna do our last mm-hmm. commercials. We go into the our last uh, okay. phase. We're gonna do this last commercial. We're gonna come right back so you can uh, finish that. That was wonderful. All right, we'll be right back.
0: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs. dot org.
2: All right, we are back. This is Apostle John L. Solomon, you're here with me in strength into, uh, tuning into strength from the Lion's Den. My special guest tonight was his Mister David Henry, Miss Valerie Banks, and Mrs. Dorothy Solomon. We're talking about habits, healing, and your health. Uh, before we for the break, David, you was telling us about uh, sugar and uh, the grocery stores that don't have a lot of uh, healthy produce. So go ahead and finish though that thought.
4: Yeah, yeah. As I was saying, like in a lot of your uh, your urban communities, black communities, they don't have a lot of stores with like nutritional foods. So pretty much they have a lot of the um, these type of stores would help um, you know contribute to diabetes and hypertension and obesity and especially with our you know kids because. Um, you know, they start early. You know, getting out of shape, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, depending on these type of foods and stuff, then you know they're in danger as they get older. And then that's on the right. lazy nation part, I you know, I think it's a um, lazy nation as well because like we become a what you call a fast-paced nation. You know, everybody mm-hmm, wants their fast. meals and they want to do this and do that. So that's why a lot of your TV dinners come in. You know, people don't take the time to sit down and eat a nutritious meal, so they'll you know get their TV dinners and you know, give them to the kids or to themselves so they're not, um, you mm-hmm. know, home enough, you know, to sit down and have a decent meal. And then, you know, with the video games, you know, like we grew up, you know, we yeah. go outside and play ride our bikes, you know, make our own fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nowadays the kids sit in front of the TV and play video games. And, um, and they don't get that workout. So that's why I, mm, exactly. So that's why I feel we become a lazy nation. You know, we got the remote control. Now you can actually talk through to, you know, change the channel. Uh, yeah. pretty much everything is at our fingertips now and a lot of people become pouch potatoes. So I think mm, it's a combination of both the lazy nation and, you know, uh, those pharmaceuticals and uh fitness industries, you know, working hand to hand, you know, like rolling the dough so,
2: Yeah, well. Well I'm I'm gonna tell you, you got you you guys have really been a blessing. You helped me tonight. I I told you I'm eating a salad tonight. I think, uh, but anyway, anyway, listen. I'll be I would be amiss if I did not mention this uh, this last just one of the last questions. You have a healthy body, and you have a healthy mind. I want to know what's your spiritual connection in relation to you having a healthy mind and a healthy body. I'm gonna start with you, Valerie. Well,
3: so my spirit, um, spiritual um, connection is just um, knowing that God has the blueprint to my mind and body, and so when I started on this journey. Um, I've tried this before I started the, um, the journey. I had been trying anyway, and it just seemed like it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, any help to it. But when I uh, made up my mind, I had to have a well-made-up mind that I was going to do this. I just, you know, I uh, went to God, and, um, you know, I, I talked with him. I prayed with him and everything, and uh, he showed me that he has a uh, blueprint in my body. And the only thing I have to do is just um, stay in connection with him. So i just um uh, asked him to lead me guide me and uh, exchange my strength for his strength um, daily because um this journey is it's a good journey but it's mm-hmm. um, it's hard times and you um it, it has been days that i wanna quit but then i um mm-hmm. uh remember scripture I remember scripture, and mm-hmm. i was like um and i remember um one morning god um had me to um quote these scripture." As I was getting ready to start my boot camp, um, uh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I repeated that right. over and over and over again, and so from there, I learned to put uh, incorporate that into my boot camp as well. That's why it calls the uh, renewing the mind, body, and soul. That means that uh, each morning, my uh, girls they will get a scripture. A scripture or wow. you know, uh, something motivational because I know without God uh, we can't do nothing, and so uh, that one of, that's one of my favorite scriptures. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I don't care what you feel like. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it is. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And that's Amen. how. I'm, you know, what, I,
2: you I know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna have to give you a lion roar for that because that was that was that was pretty powerful right there. I, I like that. I have, uh, <laughs> Get a lion, you get a lion's roar for that one. You got the lion, You got the lions in the den, roaring. uh David, I want to ask you the same question as well. What's your spiritual connection in relation to your healthy mind and healthy body?
4: Hey, yeah, she pretty much hit everything on the uh, nail on the head. Like my grandma used to always tell me, your my body, uh, your body is your temple. Um, if Your body is your temple. You know, you treat it right and uh, keep it healthy. You live long, prosperous life. And like you said, you can't do anything, you
2: know, without God. Okay. That's powerful. Now, uh Aunt Dorothy, you told me as we was talking about the show, you said your health is your wealth. So what is your your wealth and your spiritual connection to your healthy mind and healthy body?
5: Um, my spiritual mind is that when I think about how much you could spend medical supply and all of that versus retirement saving your money and doing spiritual things and going to the doctors buying prescriptions and everything. Because they did a study saying how much more you spend in your uh, oldest assets is going towards your health versus you saving money and having money in retirement. Mm -hmm. And also one thing I said is each morning I get up, I say, Lord, order my steps. Because
1: my Amen. body
5: is a temper and I must honor my body. And another thing is that when I was at weight watching I said that too, Quentin is no option
1: for me. That's
5: right. And another thing, I said a body in action stays in action.
2: Amen. So the body you got some out quotes, stays out, out of That's good. So and when I keep up our, in our 20, body in action. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead, finish that thought.
5: And when I get up in the morning that's the first thing I do. I stretch and I say thank you, Jesus, for another day. And I'm gonna start Amen. this journey right now by honoring you by to your temple as it's a temple and keeping it clean.
2: Wonderful. Listen, I have a I have pain. a I have someone who has called in. I have a, a caller, let me see. Uh Cola, are you on the air? Yes, I am. Can you say the name for the people?
4: Yes, this is Lisa Solomon. Hello. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: I,
4: can,
1: I, I, I I think Don't y'all, I think y'all know you this all?
2: caller. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Wait, hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute! This is my talk show, uh, Miss Solomon. You better wait. Let me ask me. Let <laughs> me introduce you. Okay, hold on. Uh, she had a question she wanted. To, she had a question she wanted to ask y'all. So uh, we 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 come to the end of the show. So she want to ask you a question. Go ahead, caller.
4: Okay, I would like to know from each of the guests,
3: what is your workout regimen? What time do you start? Um, what are the different type of exercise you go by doing doing during your day? How long should you All exercise as right.
2: Okay. Thank you for your thank you for your call. uh, uh guest, I want you to uh, answer that question. You wanna know what, what was your workout regimen? What time do you start? and things of that nature. Let's start with you, uh, Valerie.
3: Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm driving, but um, what happens with me is uh, when, once my boot count starts, uh, I do a 30-day boot count, and in the, with the boot count, I, when we get up in the morning, you know, my um, they um, weigh in. I know it's kind of a little the subject or whatever, and but once they weigh in, send me everything, I send them out a task to do. Um, whether it's um it but it's it got something to do with exercising. It's just different types of exercise that they do um uh, um on a daily ta- with the daily task. And then we have like mm-hmm. a schedule uh that we uh, try to meet at the gym. You know, if they have um uh, it's optional. Gym is optional but the daily task for exercise they have to do and they have to uh, have it done um Throughout um, the day, they have the whole day to do it, but at a certain time at night they have to, uh, send in uh, a text to say it's done. Now, whether I know it's okay. done or not, I, I don't know. I mean, if you really want to lose weight, you're
2: going to do it
3: um, uh, required of you. So, all right. It's, okay. It's, all right.
2: All right. Out. I want to allow time for my other guests and make sure y'all all get in this because I know everybody want to hear what you, y'all, each one of you do. Uh, Dorothy, what, what do you do as your workout regimen?
5: Oh, my day starting out at uh, 9 o'clock. I go to a uh, cab exchange there. I do a class. First thing, if I'm going to do a class, I always do like a pre-warm-up. I do the walking on the treadmill first, then I go and walk mm-hmm. on the track. And after I do that, I go and do the class. And most times uh, when I do a crossfit, I do the elliptical some days, the treadmill, and some days I just okay. walk. Sometimes I go to the track, and I also lift weights, too. And I also okay. do an African mm-hmm. dance class. So I do a, a variety oh, my of I just do one thing.
1: Okay. Both times, I'm at you.
5: Lisa, I'm at the gym. I I'm there from nine o'clock until twelve.
2: Wow. Okay, very good. David, what what's your uh, workout regimen? Mine's
4: pretty much like hers, a combination of things. So is like um, three times a week I uh run. Um I do speed work on Tuesdays, I do a long run, like on the weekend where I run my longest mile. And then I run uh, a middle-distance mile early in the week. And I also go to the uh, gym every other day because you want to give your uh, your muscles time to, uh, you know, to recover. So you don't want to go, like, every single day like some people do. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, like, shock your body. Uh, Just like uh, your Mm -hmm. aunt was saying, that she do different things, you want to shock your body. Because if you're doing the same exact thing over and over every day, you're not really challenging your body to do anything. So um, there are times I go kickboxing, I do CrossFit, I go to the gym, mm-hmm. like you said, do the elliptical or whatever. Then I run outside. Um, so just a combination of things, and I would suggest the early. The earlier, the better. Because with me, you know, I used to always try to go before work. It seems like when you work out and whether it be running or working out, it seems to make you feel better throughout the day. So kind of the, wow. like the earlier, the the, the earlier, the better. Girl,
2: well I want to thank y'all tonight for being my guest. Uh listen, uh to of my listeners, if you want to contact these guys, you got uh Mr. David Henry, uh Miss Valerie Banks and Miss Dorothy Solomon. They're all on Facebook. David's gonna be a personal trainer. Um uh, Miss Uh Solomon Miss Dorothy Solomon seats with uh Girl Trek and uh Miss Banks, Valerie Banks has a three in one boot camp. They all can help you get on the right track. So you want to uh, contact them and ask them some questions and how they can steer you in the right direction. I just want to thank y'all so much you you helped and enlightened a lot of people and you told us from the onset dude don't I just want our listeners tonight don't you feel guilty don't don't feel guilty don't you feel bad but at the same time get up and get out there and start working out it won't be a quick fix but I tell you what once you start start you'll feel so much better about yourself now what i want you to do is join me next week january the 18th when i will be talking to a powerful panel of women with purpose number two, women who mind their business. To my guest, David, thank you so much for being here. You're
1: welcome.
2: Glad to be on this. Valerie, I appreciate you coming on.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: And And Auntie Dorothy, I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Listen, everybody, uh, I hope you've made a decision to start healthy living from what you heard tonight. You may not have the, it may not start with something big. You may just start with something very small. But all that matters is that you take that step and you begin to start. We believe in you, and we thank you. You're so special to us. Thank you for tuning in. Join me next week on Strength from the Lion's Den. You're always welcome here, all right? Have a good evening.